0: We'll talk about the life and career of Kobe Bryant on this episode of Win or Lose. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Win or Lose. It's Super Bowl weekend, and I was going to talk about the Super Bowl coming up but I'm going to hold off a couple of days and talk about the unfortunate news with Kobe Bryant Sunday uh, losing his life in a helicopter crash him and eight other passengers on the helicopter including his 13 year old daughter Gianna it's very unfortunate I'm pretty sure I was like most fans when I got the news I really didn't want to Really like do anything the rest of the day. I kind of sat up and watched the sports channel going over his, you know, career and reports from what actually happened for about five hours, and I just couldn't believe it. You know, really didn't want to believe it. Didn't really want to do anything. But yeah, it was a helicopter crash on Sunday morning, 9:45 Pacific time, and we lost the NBA legend. And, this one hurt. It really did. This one really hurt and just unfortunate, you know. Most people my age grew up watching Kobe, you know, from a 17-year-old teen to, he was 41, a father of four, you know, married for almost 18 years, I believe. 18 or 19 years. And he's really been in the spotlight for over two decades. You know, everybody knows Kobe. He's, you know, global icon. So we've seen all the ups and downs. You know, we really, you know, he really grew up in front of our very eyes. We've seen all the ups and downs, you know. Every emotion you can think of, we, we've seen it with Kobe Bryant, you know. You know, anger from the beginning of his career from not really playing, you know, as a rookie sitting on the bench. You know, happiness from winning championships, We've seen Kobe, you know, the joy of winning the championship, the sadness of losing. We've seen Kobe miss some shots, you know, his team get put out in the playoffs, and we've seen, you know, we've seen that sadness look on his face, you know. We've seen the pride he took in being a Laker, especially towards the end of his career. He just really, you know, enjoyed, knew what it took to be a Laker. He was there for 20 years, and he really took pride in that. You know, the embarrassment and shame of with accusations in Colorado. You know, the disappointment when he tore his Achilles thinking his career was over. The, the gratitude he showed the NBA and the fans across the world in his final season with the farewell tour. You know, the joy he had talking about his daughters and his wife. Like I said, it's just been so many emo- emotions we went through with Kobe. You know, the anxiety he had, you know, with people thinking he was the reason Shaq left. And, you know, the fear he had of never maybe winning the championship without Shaq. You know, that's always was going to be on his legacy if he didn't win a championship with Shaq. And Shaq was the reason you did win your championships. So he always had that fear. He knew he had to winning championship without Shaq, and he got that done. So we kind of, we've really been through it all with Kobe. We've seen all the emotions over the years. We've seen him grow before our eyes. And, you know, I remember the first time I seen Kobe. The first time I'd seen this guy before. I was like, who is this guy going on a date with Brandy? You know, I didn't need going to the prime with Brandy. I didn't even know he played ball. I didn't know who he was. But he was a high school kid who was, you know, entering the NBA draft, you know, one of the first guards, I believe, to come into the NBA draft, usually it was a big man, you know, Moses Malone, Kevin Garnett, you know, he was really the first guard to really, you know, make the transfer from high school to the NBA and be successful in it, you know, he was drafted in the '96 draft by the Hornets of all teams, you know, no, they regret that, but then they trade him to the Lakers for Vlade Divac, you know, people forget that. You know, the rest of his contemporaries in the draft, you know, were drafted by bad teams, Allen Iverson, Stefan Marbury, Ray Allen. So they got to come in and play immediately to help their bad team, you know, win games and, you know, kind of be the star. You know, the Lakers got, you know, had Shaq. You know, they had Eddie Jones, who was already an all-star, Nick Van Exel. So, you know, they were in win-now mode, and they didn't want to, you know, have a 17 year old rookie come in there and think he's about to get all the playing time so he had to sit a little bit and I know that was frustrating his first couple of years I remember I'm talking about this a couple of weeks ago on you know Matt Borns and Stephen Jackson's podcast he's still upset about not really playing his first year and you know how that took a toll on him. he was really hurt by that so he didn't play like a like a year and a half and you know like I said you know you can imagine how that hurt him and you can only imagine how his numbers would have been had he had he got drafted by a bad team and was able to come in and play immediately and shoot as many shots as he wanted, his number he could have put up great numbers, but would he have had the championships and with the Lakers would he have had the you know fame and glory that comes with being a Laker. But he sacrificed his game to win titles. That's why I never understood, you know, him being a selfish player. I never understood that notion. How is he a selfish player when he could have been averaging, you know, 30 points, but he kind of sacrificed his game. I mean, could you imagine being told at your job, you know, AK, man, we know you can do more. We know you're capable of doing more, but scale back a little bit. Slow down a little bit. Don't do as much. You know, it had to be frustrating. So, you know. All this talk about Kobe being a bad teammate. He was a loner. He was a loof, a bad communicator. First of all, he was a teenager. You know, he couldn't go out and hang out with you guys. He couldn't drink. He couldn't party. So, you know, he just went back and studied his playbook, you know, trying to get better. He wasn't getting on the court. You know, that's all he wanted to do. He wanted to come in there and play. I mean, be honest, let's be honest. How many of you guys love your co-workers? How many of you, your co-workers have been to your house? You know? Just because we work together don't mean we got to be best friends and drinking buddies. I come in, I do my job, I leave. And if we build some type of relationship, then so be it. But I'm not obligated to be your best friend. Let's just get the job done and do what we got to do. And with Kobe, he was always, you know, kind of mature and Kind of, He was kind of more mature and kind of more disciplined than Shaq. Even though Shaq was about five, six years older, you know, Kobe seemed like he was the more mature, more disciplined one, you know, less greater road. And Shaq came in out of shape, and he was just so big and dominant that he really didn't have to take his craft as serious because he was just bigger than everybody. Give me the ball. Hey, I'm bigger than you. You know, that's kind of, that was kind of the problem. He came in that shape. That's kind of the problem with him. Him and Kobe. That was the fuss, the back and forth, you know. That's where the mama mentality came from, you know. I'm hard work. You know, my ethic is on another level. And he wants you to meet meet that, you know. Like I said, some of, the, some of these guys come in the league, you know. Like LeBron James was on Sports Illustrated as the chosen one. You know, getting drafted by a horrible franchise. Michael Jordan had to come in and be the savior for a horrible franchise. Kobe didn't have that path. He was not the guy. Shaq was the guy. You know, he wasn't even a second guy his first year, a third guy. You know, the Lakers were a playoff team, so he had to work his ass off to even get in the rotation. But, you know, once he started getting that together, he started getting the playing time, and you knew this kid was special. You knew he was on another level. You know, there was no Batman and Robin. It was Batman and Batman, you know, 1A and 1B, you know, depending on who you ask on who 1B was. You know, and then the Lakers end up, you know, making the choice. Let's be honest. They made, after it's all said and done, they made the right choice. Kobe was the guy. It was the right decision. 20 years with the same team. Like I said, we watched him grow from, a you know, we just seen two sides of Kobe. From a cocky teenager to a more laid-back, cool and reserved. We got the afro, then to the bald head, number eight to number 24. From Adidas to Nikes. From a loner to a leader. So we just seen it all. Until the end of his career, we just seen a full trans transformation into a different guy, and that's what maturity and age does for you. He was at peace at giving up basketball, you know, being able to coach his daughter. He had just won an Oscar for an animated film about basketball, so his second act was, you know, after basketball was going just as well as his, you know, as his career in the NBA was, you know. What I loved about Kobe, you know, like I said, was his work ethic. If you want to do something, put your all into it and do it. He wasn't scared of failing. Just try it. I'm sure he's failed at things, but he was, you know, he was just willing to give it a try. I mean, I'm yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all remember when Kobe tried to rap? I mean, y'all remember that? You had the little song with Tyra Banks on the hook. K O B E I L O V. you know? No. Stick to basketball, dog. Stick to basketball. But look, he was willing to give it a try. Like I said, that's one of the things you know I love about him. He was an advocate for women's sports, bringing that to the forefront. You know, he wanted to move that to the forefront. His daughter wanted to eventually play in the WNBA, and like I said, that's what makes this so hard. You know, he had four daughters. He lost one. Oh, she just loved him. You can just look at the pictures and say, see it. And. Like I said, I got daughters myself, and this just this just hurts right here, knowing they're gonna grow up without their father. Kobe's not gonna be able to walk them down the walk them down the aisle when they get married. You know, Gian's not gonna be able to, you know, make her dreams come true of being a professional athlete, following in her father's footsteps, and you know, making him proud. And it's just a very unfortunate, you know, circumstances and. You can just see how much Kobe was loved around the world. I mean, you see the NBA players writing his name and everybody making a post from Chris Paul to Carmelo Anthony, some of the young guys, Trey Young and Luka Doncic and even celebrities, guys from different sports. So he was truly a global icon. And, you know, let's just try to keep that Mamba mentality you know, keep his you know name. Make make sure he's remembered. And the Dallas Mavericks have already said they're going to retire the number twenty-four. So it'll be no no Maverick will ever wear the number twenty-four ever again. So that's a start. I wonder will the NBA do something special like that? Will they retire the number twenty-four and and the number eight? I don't know because we've never seen like a a great player like. In the NBA, dive, such a young age. I mean, I can't remember. This is the first like real tragic like this that I've seen in in sports. So it's going to be interesting to see. I know the Lakers and Clippers game that was supposed to be scheduled for Tuesday night was postponed. I think was the right thing to do. Too early for the Lakers to get back out there. Their franchise in mourning. The best Laker ever, in my opinion, passed away. So. They're going to need some time, and I think it was the right thing to do by Adam Silver. But like I said, this one hurts. It's kind of frustrating, and we just got to keep moving on and keep his name alive. But let's just think about the memories we have, you know. He's a fourth-time all leading scorer in in NBA history, five-time NBA champion, He's a two-time Finals MVP, 18-time All-Star, you know, only person to start an All-Star game as a teenager, Uh, four-time All-Star MVP, 15-time All-NBA, 12-time defensive team. I mean, the accolades from what Kobe has done in his career, you know, the resume is just unbelievable. I mean, I was gonna I was sitting here thinking about giving you guys the top five, you know, of my Kobe moments of all time, but I'd be here all day, you know, I could talk about the eighty one point game, I could talk about the sixty points he had through three quarters, you know. Against a, a good Dallas Maverick team, you know, I wasn't like he was playing. The, you know, the Timberwolves or somebody it was a good Dallas Mavericks team. You know, winning two titles without Shaq—that really was really, you know, you know, the tip and the, the cap for Kobe right there. Don't get me wrong; he loves the three championships, but I think he prefers those two that he won without Shaq, just to get a little nudge, you know, to hit Shaq with every now and then. You know, some of my plays, I remember the 06 playoffs with a crappy team, Kobe, beating a pretty good Suns team in the playoffs, hitting a game winner in game four to make that, you know, a good series. Um, I can remember when he tore his ACL, he coming back out, shooting the free throws. He actually thought he could finish the game. Um the, the game-winner against D. Wade, uh, the Miami Heat, coming off one leg, throwing it off the backboard to win that game. There's just so many memories over the years. The fadeaway against Reuben Patterson, who they said was the Kobe stopper to beat Portland at the buzzer to win the division. Oh, when he was just in his second year, a preseason game, when he crossed up a player and dunked on Ben Wallace, made him fall. Crossing up Scottie Pippen in the Western Conference Finals and throwing the alley-oop to Shaq to win that uh, game and send him to the finals. Like I said, I could be here all night. Game four, the, winning his first championship where he had to take it over. Shaq fouled out, 2-1 up against the Pacers, and he took it over. 21-year-old, sending the, home, sending the crowd home mad and giving the Lakers their first championship. Like I said, it could be so many memories. I could be here all night. But like I said, let's keep that Mamba mentality alive for Kobe and the other victims in the crash. Rest in peace Kobe Bryant, 1978 to 2020. Subscribe to Win or Lose by Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker, whatever you're using. Subscribe to Win or Lose.